Hello, everyone. This is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled Book and Podcast. Welcome to my Hope for the Holidays Christmas series, where I am offering, hopefully, daily tips on um, baking, life coaching, uh, health and wellness, stress management, just to name a few. Also thrown in there are some devotional thoughts derived from the Christmas story itself. But today, I wanted to talk about sleep, the importance of sleep, especially during the holiday season. And you may be thinking, well, I don't have time to sleep because there's so much to do. Well, hopefully this short podcast will give you a reason to be very intentional about the boundaries you put up for your nighttime routine. One thing that I was telling a client recently is that sleep is the precursor for perspective. Sleep is the precursor for perspective. What do I mean by that? If you have not slept well at night, then your perspective of the day, during the day, with whatever you may be facing, is really going to be jaded. Uh, It's going to make you more irritable, perhaps more angry. So you need to think backwards in the sense that you are getting a good night's sleep to help you put a proper perspective on everything that's happening during the day. So here are some sleep strategies, and it's not just for the holiday season. It's for every day of the year. Create a healthy sleep environment. That means um, to have a targeted bedtime. Now, if you are older, you may be thinking, well, I'm older, I don't need much sleep. Well, the truth of it is you may not be sleeping as much, But the myth is that you don't need the sleep. That is a lie. You talk to any neurologist, any doctor who does sleep studies, um, everybody needs sleep, whether it's young all the way to very mature aging individuals. You do need sleep, so don't believe the lie that you don't. Um, If you are a mature woman, Um, and I'm including myself in that, you may want to talk to your doctor if you're not sleeping much um, or enough. You may want to talk to your doctor about progesterone levels. It's the first hormone to take a nosedive um, when you are in that middle age category. So um, always at first line of defense would be anything medical going on. So you want to get that checked out. Also, um, men and women, um, if your significant other notices that you are snoring or even gasping during the night, that is not something to take lightly. You might be diagnosed with some form of sleep apnea, and sleep apnea kills. So this is not something to delay or um, make light of. Um, encourage your loved one to get a sleep study. At the very least, it may be snoring. They can go to their their dental professional, their dentist, and have a snore guard made. Or at the most, 
Um, they may be diagnosed with some form, and it, there are different levels of sleep apnea, where a sleep apnea device uh, can be custom made and fit for the individual. So um, create a healthy sleep environment with a routine. So think about the time that you're getting up and count backwards seven to eight hours. Yes, seven to eight hours. That should be your targeted bedtime. Now, I want you to think about the hour to hour and a half before your targeted bedtime. That period of time should be a, a, a buffer zone to calm down your body and calm down your mind before you go to sleep. Now, if you know that you're sensitive to blue light, um, know that blue light, which comes off of all of our devices, TVs, smart TVs, uh, phones, iPads, laptops, blue light interferes with the production of melatonin in your brain. Why do we need melatonin? That is what the brain naturally produces to promote sleep. And of course, in our culture, we do everything to stay awake. So uh, if you are sensitive to blue light, please get off those uh, devices or at least have a blue light filtering app on any one of your devices or use those blue light glasses. Um, I know that you can purchase those for a very small price. I think they're $10. So look into that. Now, no drama before bedtime. Why? Because our brain is divided into many parts and the part of the brain that gets anxious um, is the amygdala. And when we have drama or an argument um, before bedtime, then that part of the brain lights up and you're going to have a hard time going to sleep. So by all means, have that discussion, but do it during daylight hours, not at night when the sun is down um, and the chance of you being upset or angry before going to bed. You don't want to do that. Uh, because your brain is going to have a hard time letting go of that. Uh, you've kind of lit that part of your brain on fire, and it's going to have a hard time decompressing. So no drama before bedtime. Now, if you're a worrier, um, some men are, but I mainly see this in women, where they feel like, for whatever reason, a separate issue uh, to go back to their belief systems, but for whatever reason, they're responsible for way more things and they worry about way more things um, because I think perhaps it's hardwired in our DNA to do that. But a lot of women especially have a hard time going to sleep because things are on their mind. Keep a worry journal by the bed. No, not necessarily your laptop, but the old fashioned kind, a notebook and a pen write out those things that are bothering you, that are on your mind. And what's the benefit of this? Well, by simply writing it out, you are releasing it from your brain so it doesn't focus on those things. No need to problem solve or come up with solutions. It's just a matter of writing out those things with a pen or um, pencil on paper, those things that have you troubled. Again, it's about how to promote sleep before you go to sleep. Now, we know that white noise of some kind, whether it's on your phone, um, a fan, um, a white noise machine, calm music, the sound of waves, all these things promote 
your body and your mind slowing down so it can rest well. So if you feel the need to in, uh, incorporate something like that into your nightly routine, please do so. So for me, um, a warm bath is always a nighttime routine. It even happens for me in the, the heat of the summer. Yes, I do, because it calms me down. It's uh, time for me just to relax, decompress, be alone with my own thoughts. Um, so for some of you, you may enjoy a, a hot bath before bedtime. Keep the room cool, 68 to 69 degrees. Now, the scientists don't know why, but keeping the room cooler actually allows your brain to produce more of that melatonin, which it needs for good quality sleep. Now, if you wake up um, in the middle of the night, what do you do? You will default to whatever you are thinking about that's on your mind, your holiday list, your stress list, or the things that you're worried about. So what you need to do is give your brain a new activity, a new activity. By this, I'm uh, encouraging you to use the cognitive tool of visualization. So if you were to close your eyes and visualize where you would be in a happy spot for you, see yourself there. And if you wake up in the middle of the night, worried, upset, anxious, um, I encourage you to, again, replace one brain activity, which you naturally default to, with this new brain activity, and we call this replacement, um, the new brain activity of picturing yourself in a calm spot. Now, there are some things that you can do before going to bed. Um, tart cherry juice, milk, almonds with magnesium. Um, you can even take a magnesium supplement. But if you do, double check this with your physician. Um, you know, I don't want to be responsible for supplements interfering with anything else you might be taking. But please ask your medical provider about perhaps taking a magnesium supplement before going to bed. Now, I'm also going to tell you, do not drink alcohol within two hours of bedtime. You may be saying, well, it helps me go to sleep, and it very well may do that. But here's the catch. Once you're asleep, the quality of your sleep suffers. So when you're asleep, um, you cycle in and out of different stages of sleep. And so the quality of each of those sleep stages is going to be um, impacted greatly in the negative. So the quality of your sleep is not going to be near what it should be. So if you decide to have a glass of wine or beer at dinner, um, just don't do it, please, in that uh, two-hour window before going to bed. Same with exercise. Don't exercise within two hours of that targeted bedtime. Why? Because your adrenaline will be up, and this really happens for men a lot. Don't exercise in that two-hour cushion before bedtime. So this is just a quick uh, synopsis of sleep. I do want you to sleep in heavenly peace, uh, whether it's the holiday season or any other time of year. Um, one more note, if you find yourself really tired and need to take an afternoon nap, 
set a timer. You should not sleep beyond 20 to 30 minutes. 20 to 30 minutes should be just enough to get you through the rest of the day, early evening, or whenever you're choosing to go, go to bed for that targeted bedtime, but you don't want to get into a second um, stage of your sleep cycle and then wake up like you've been <laughs> hit by a truck, so to speak. So uh, 20 to 30 minutes for nap time. If you have any questions, please email me at hopeunveiled at gmail, and I want you to sleep in heavenly peace. And until next time, this is Shireen with the Identity Unveiled book and podcast.